seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Hi, and welcome to the Marketing Essentials Podcast. Our unique team helps small businesses grow by providing essential marketing expertise. Hello, and welcome to the Marketing Essentials Podcast. I'm Bill with W. Pomontier Photography. I'm Justin with Justin Kerr Design. And I'm Alicia with the Spark Social. And together we make up the Marketing Marketing Essentials Essentials team. team. Welcome to the podcast. Rolling right into the topic today, we are with Mark Collins. He's the owner of onweblocal.com, and he specializes in local SEO, which is search engine optimization. A little bit about Mark. I'm going to give him an intro here and let him take the wheel, but Mark started his company when he wanted to work from a laptop and run his business anywhere in the world, which is a great goal to have. And he just discovered SEO back in 2006, so that's light years away in digital time, mm-hmm. when he was running Google ads for his employer. So after doing digital marketing and SEO on the side for four years, he resigned and he went full-time in 2010 working with businesses on local SEO, and he hasn't looked back since. So welcome to the podcast, Mark. Glad to have you here. Thanks, thanks to all three of you for the, uh, for the invite. And uh, yeah, I want to jump right into... Uh, SEO. What is SEO? Let's talk about basics. I call it Google search optimization. It's an even okay. better way to think of it. Okay. I mean, just getting your website to show up in Google search. And specifically, that doesn't mean people searching for your website. That means people searching for the products and services that you offer. So I help businesses show up on Google page one mm-hmm. for, let's say, restaurant Newport, Rhode Island. or florist, Newport, Rhode Island, or life coach in Massachusetts. So, you know, those are good examples of of what I do to get people to show up on page one in Google for those search terms. So, and those are called keywords, by the way. So, uh, but getting into SEO, there's a difference between SEO for a website that's trying to get people from all around the country or the world versus local SEO. The big opportunity in local SEO is that you can get business if you're a local, small to medium-sized business in Rhode Island or New England, mm-hmm. you can get business from people that live in your area from the internet. So that's basic local SEO. And the formula for that is different. Uh, the, for a national company, you know, your Google My Business page doesn't really matter that much. Mm-hmm. But if you're a local business, your Google My Business page is the central point for getting you to show up in Google search. In fact, your Google My Business page gets traffic on its own, completely separate from your website. Uh, So I'm going to talk about some statistics, which are very interesting on that. Uh, Basically, Google's moving from a uh, portal to more of a destination. And the Google My Business platform is built around people being able to get what they need right on Google without ever even visiting your website. Mm -hmm. So that's why it's so important to jump on the Google My Business bandwagon is because if you don't, your competitors are, and, and it's just going to affect everything. But getting into one more specific technical factor, in local SEO, Google looks at your website first and your Google My Business page second, 
okay. and then it looks at everything else. Gotcha. Whereas on a national site, it doesn't really look at that. So it, it's, it's just a huge factor. But uh, I was able to attend the Google, the Grow with Google seminar put on by Google in Newport, Rhode Island on May 31st. And I just want to give you some quick notes from that. Okay. Uh, basically, they said the obvious. Google is aggressively adding new features and tools to the Google My Business platform. And they've done some really cool things. You always had the ability to, to view uh, a Google My Business listing on mobile. You could click the call button, get directions to save it to maps, etc. But they just added text messaging. So now if you're a small business, uh, customers can text message you right through the Google My Business page, which is something you need to add uh, because it will really help you convert more business from the Google page uh, online. So uh, I'm, let me just stop you and ask a question. So someone looks for your product or service on Google, they find your Google My Business listing, they can text you right from that interface, yep. and then mm -hmm. it comes, I guess whatever phone you have listed with Google My Business, it comes to you as a text. Yep. And does it, like, how do you, recogni is it, how do you recognize it? How does it look different from, say, a text from somebody in your contact list? It's done through an app. So, uh, okay. uh, so what uh, I want all the listeners to know is that if you go to my website, onweblocal.com slash GMB, mm -hmm. everything I'm talking about is on that page. Yeah, we'll make so, sure to include a mm -hmm. link in the show notes. But on that page, it shows you uh, how to actually add it to your site, add it to your Google page. Cool. So you, you'll log into google.com slash business, go to info, then go right to text messaging, add it. As soon as you click the add button, it'll bring up the app. It'll direct you to the mobile app page and you can download it, put it right in your phone. It's really easy. That's yeah. pretty slick. Mm -hmm. I think we should also backtrack just a bit because I think some business owners may not even be familiar with GMB or Google My Business. They probably have seen it because anybody who's been on the internet in 2000, in the last five years has <laughs> yeah. seen it, but maybe they just need to kind of like a little bit of a clarification of exactly what it is. Let's talk about that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. When you do a Google search, Again, nationally, depending on the keyword, you'll just see 10 results per page. But when you do a Google search locally, you'll see at the top of the page three or four Google map locations. Mm -hmm. Those are your Google pages. So, uh, for instance, like a national search could be like socks for my dog or something? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yep. And then, like a local search like you referenced So if before. you do socks for my dog, you're going to get 10 Google results and some ads at the top of the page. If you do <laughs> socks for sale in Newport, Rhode Island, you're going to get three or four local retailers in the Google map at the top of the page. Usually it's three map hits. We okay. call that the Google three pack. Okay. So if you can get your website to show up in the, if you can get your Google page to show up in the three pack, okay. you're ahead of everybody else on the page. So in a local search, you get 13 hits. You get the three map hits plus 10 results okay. versus a national search is just 10 results. Okay. So it's really cool. And what I do is I specialize in getting you to show up in the three pack at the top of the page, which is better and more powerful than getting on the regular page. So it's I just huge. Googled socks for my dog because I had to do that now. <laughs> so yeah. I'll put that screenshot in there so people can She'll see. She'll be shopping while we do this podcast. <laughs> I didn't know if there would be actual socks for dogs. But there is, if anyone's wondering. But that is a good distinction to make, how the, the local search and how people are looking for your business brings you to that GMB, Google My Business page. And that leads right into my next point, which is really important. Did you know that uh, more than half of the Google pages are not completed? <gasps> So people no. set, set it up, they forget about it. The stats I got from Google, from Grow With Google seminar, were very simple. Customers are 2.7 times more likely 
to consider your business reputable if you fill out your Google page, okay? Sure. 70% uh, of the Google pages are more likely to attract an actual visit to the website mm-hmm. if the page is complete. Right. Uh, 50% are more likely to actually make a purchase if your page is complete. Uh, you know, 40% of searchers are actually looking for hours. They want to know when you're open. Mm. Uh, that's yeah, a huge if you're thing. a local storefront and they don't want to show up in your clothes. So Yeah, no, I do that all the time for like restaurants and mm-hmm. it's like, are they, are they open right now or when do they close? Mm-hmm. Yep. It's really handy because it just comes right up in the, uh, in their search results and, there's a little drop down. It shows you all the hours for like the whole week. Yeah. And it will show you now. I don't want to take too much. <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah. Go right ahead. Keep going. Yeah. How it shows like the busy time. So like if you're looking at like say like, I don't know, like a right. Verizon store, I guess, or something. And you want to show up when it's less busy. Yeah. So that's really powerful stuff right there. And there's two big factors there. Uh, number one, obviously, if you look at the three pack and, and one, of them, one of them is incomplete, you're probably just not going to click on it. Yeah, yeah. right. If you, you know. want to go to a coffee shop or something, say like we have to go to a coffee shop. We're in Newport. This is in our home area. We're Providence people, so we're out of our All our the radio. way up north. Yeah. Oh, my yeah. gosh. So if we have to go on Google <laughs> today and find a coffee shop and one coffee shop has no hours, no information for us, and the one that is above it or I guess it would probably rank above it, Say there was only two coffee shops in Newport. Mm-hmm. We'd go to the one with the hours and the information, hands down. Right, and the, and if I'm not mistaken, the the your ratings are right in there too. Reviews, your and reviews ratings are right there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, that's another great point. Reviews are a gigantic SEO factor. So if you show up in the three pack, let's say you get lucky enough to hit the three pack at the top of the page. Let's say you're number three, and a new competitor comes in, Oops. and they are vying for that spot, and they have. They get 10 reviews in three months, and you don't have any reviews, you're going to get bounced out of the three-pack. So if you want to move up the three-pack, if you're in number three, if you have, you know, 30 reviews and your number one guy has 50, you know, we can move you up the page. So, so getting reviews is a big factor in actually showing up in local search. Reviews uh, are important. And people are, like now because of Amazon, I feel like people are more, so not only just for like the Google search, but people like love to read reviews too. So. The other thing I want to let people know is um, how to actually get to the Google page. This is the very big question I get asked all the time. How As do you a, actually navigate on a browser to get to where you fill out and edit your Google page? So you're the business owner, you're saying? Yeah. They yeah. need to get, okay, yeah. yeah. Google doesn't tell you. No, they don't. <laughs> it's really funny. It's google.com slash business. Mm-hmm. So okay. write that down, everybody. Google.com <laughs> slash business. Go there and then fill in the blanks. Now, uh, I on my page at onweblocal.com slash GMB, I actually go through an example of how to fill out the Google page. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the big yeah, thing I is, saw that. That's a great guide. So number one, fill in the blanks. So you know your company name, your category. We've got to talk about categories. Google is weak on categories. They're yes. still behind the curve on adding categories. Mm-hmm. So it's important to add as many categories as you can, at least like five, to, to, to get as close as you can to what you do. Uh, if you're lucky, they'll have a category that's specific to you. But if not, just get as close as you can. Mm-hmm. That's important. But uh, the other thing is Google took away uh, about, for the last, for about 10 years, they had a 250-character description you could put in a paragraph. They took it away, and then they just gave it back, and now it's 750 characters. Oh. Whoa. So Why it, do you think they did that, changed uh, it? Well, they were trying to merge in with the Google Plus platform, and things kind it of didn't work. screwed yeah. up. That didn't go so great. So thankfully, <laughs> yeah, thankfully Google Plus died and left the building, and now uh, it's kind of cool. But I think that's why they're, they're putting more into the Google page. 
because yeah. it's it's an opportunity for them to grow uh, their business uh, locally. Uh, so uh, filling out that description is very important. You want to make sure that description talks about what you do, what you have. You don't have to get too granular with products and services, but you want to give people a general idea of what you do, what you offer in terms of services, and you want to use your major keywords in there. And it's 750 characters, you said? Characters. So what is that, like maybe like three sentences, two? Um, two? It's probably six sentences okay. if you look at it right now, so it's not yeah, too bad. Yeah, you can put a decent synopsis in there. Yeah, that's pretty good, actually. Now, when you fill out your Google page, the other big factor is the pictures. You want to put up a logo. You want to put up a nice, attractive background picture. So they give you a logo, a big background pic. But then they let you put up pictures for the inside of your building, the outside of your building, uh, your products, services, what you offer. And this is very important. Yeah, it is. Mm -hmm. So people want social proof through reviews, but then they also want to uh, peek at you. Absolutely. So when they land on your Google page, a lot of people are clicking on the photos and they're looking through the photos to see what you have, mm -hmm. what the inside of your building looks like. Uh, the atmosphere, yeah. 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 I, I, I can give you an example, too, because, like, so I'm doing, coffee's on my mind. I'm doing that Rhode Island Food Fights coffee challenge, so you basically get tickets to, like, 40 different coffee shops all over Island. So I'm, I stopped at one on the way in today because I'm in Newport, and so I wanted to see, do they have parking, you know? do Am I going to be, like, trying to find a parking spot on the street? Is there going to be a place for me to sit inside the coffee shop and set up my laptop? So I'm looking on their Google page at all these pictures and trying to figure it out. So people mm. people use this. It's actually terrifying to me how like 10, 15 years ago, you would just have to show up at a business and not know like what the menu or like anything was like. Well, I mean, so how did we easy. survive before you, that? You'd ask your friends, like, have you been to this place? What's it like? What's the seating like? Do they have parking? Well, now you don't need friends anymore. You can just go to Google My Business. It's like, how did we live without it? But it's so important. So, so important for the business owner. Yep. Now on the topic of pictures, let me give you one little hot SEO tip. Okay. Real simple. Google, when you upload your picture to the Google page, name the picture file name with keywording. Okay? Yes, yes. So I did the Google page for Innovate Newport, for example. And, you know, the first picture is, uh, you know, business meeting space in Newport RI. Okay? Beautiful. That's the yeah. name of the pic, you know. The other pic is called Co-working Center Rhode Island. Yeah, I mean, so you're not leaving the IMG dash whatever it is that, yeah. that comes out of these photos. Image now. one. Yeah. <laughs> Image one. Image mm -hmm. 512. So yeah. Google reads those file Absolutely. names, and it helps you rank uh, in Google. Especially uh, the other thing, the other concept you have to get is mirroring. So basically, the Google page description and keyword names need to mirror kind of what's on your home page and your product and service pages is pages for the major keywords. Uh, describing your products and services. So sure. website, Google My Business page, you're saying should be, be mirroring. Yeah, they need to mirror each other. Yeah, and we've talked about SEO for pho photography before on, on the podcast, and what you're saying is exactly what we've said, is it's really, really important. And thank you for mentioning that, because there's one other thing you can do. You can go to a site called goimgr.com, upload a pic, mm -hmm. and burn in the Did latitude, you? longitude, right into mm -hmm. the picture metadata. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. so cool. It's another hot tip. Yeah, I mean, huh. most I need that. I'm going to need that website, wow. Mark. A lot, of, a, lot of, a, lot of will, a lot of the cameras on your phones will now do that, but you're right. If you don't have that already, you can burn it in. It's great. Yeah. It's a great uh, added thing for your SEO. Very so. cool. The other thing is, is to put one of those on your website. Nobody does that, and that's important, too. Yeah. So yeah. Put, put it in the Google page or put it in the website or both. Both sure. is better. Sure. Let's talk about expansion of the Google My Business platform. Okay. Real simple. You can now add services. 
So there's a whole section on the Google page now where you can plug in each service one by one and fully describe it. That's more That's space, big. more real estate for contextual information on your Google page to boost your SEO. For me, it's like red hot. Products are in beta. Now, let's go national. I have a couple national clients, and I actually am doing Google pages for them now, and I'm setting the service area to the United States or the world, mm -hmm. right, sure. or countries. And because I can now add these products and services, I can put their products and services right on this page. It's another place online where I can post content. Mm -hmm. Now, I'm posting content on a domain with a 100 domain authority. Mm -hmm. Do you think that's going to help SEO? Absolutely. I think it will. Mm -hmm. So that's huge. Um, other integrations include uh, things like appointment scheduling. Uh, like for a yoga studio, you can put in uh, appointee, Pike 13, full slate, mind body. All these different uh, appointment scheduling apps can now interface with the Google page so people can book an appointment directly from your Google page without, again, visiting the site. And that'll, that'll attach to your Google Calendar too, correct? Yep. Yeah. Oh, so that's it all, so cool. It's, wow. a, it's yeah. all integrated. I need to do that. Let me, let me ask you this. I, I know <laughs> going through some of the tips, a lot of this functionality is being done now through my Google page where you're bypassing the website. Yep. You're looking into your crystal ball, are you seeing a time when Google is going to make websites obsolete or will these always be in sort of a symbiotic relationship, do you think? Uh, yeah, I just attended a conference in Boston called Search Love 2019. It's put on by distilled.net uh, out of the UK. They're kind of like the British equivalent of Moz.com in the US. Uh, I follow Moz. I, yeah. I follow Moz and I follow Distilled, both of them. They're both superb organizations. And, and the thing I learned from there is that they're looking at Moz and Distilled. They're both looking at, you know, doing a lot of testing and research and things. And, and you know, I got the feeling from that conference that it'll be a long time. It'll be a good decade probably before something like that would happen. Mm -hmm. So I think SEO is going to be a long, around a long time. Your website's going to be around a long time. And, mm -hmm. you know, it's going to take a long time for that to happen is my answer. So like you said, more of a symbiotic relationship. Yeah. yeah. So I think it's okay. more symbiotic for, for at least a decade. Well, it's good news for people that build and design websites. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. Yeah. Keeps you in business a little longer, right? Yeah. Do you think there's a correlation, Mark, between people using their smartphones and the Google My Business page? Because with local search, people are looking for directions. Even like being able to talk to your phone in the near future and say, hey, Siri, schedule me an appointment at Bella Salon on Newport Ave. And now they have that. Oh, my Siri picked up. Um, <laughs> She's got know, Siri going up And now up they over. have that appointment button on their Google page and Google Voice Assistant. And Google's just like predicting more, like they want the traffic to go through them and that easy interaction. So you're in the car, you're driving, you don't even have to pick up your phone and you've just made an appointment for your hair stylist like through Google Voice Assistant in the future. Let's talk about voice search SEO. Gotcha. Okay. All right. So one of the places you need to, to show up is through the, the mobile phone voice search. Mm -hmm. The other thing you need to show up in is Alexa and Amazon Echo and mm -hmm. Google Home. Mm -hmm. People have the smart speakers in their home. So both right. for the smart speakers and the mobile search from a car, let's say, uh, all of those places are where people do voice searching from. To show up in voice search, you must have a completely perfect Google My Business page. There you have you it, people. You must have a website that is simple and easy to navigate, that has all your yeah. keywording on it. But beyond that, things that help you show up in, in local voice search 
is don't forget, Google My Business is on a map platform. Mm -hmm. So it's a map-based app. Okay. So you got to make sure your Google page is perfect. But then you want to make sure you're in Bing, Bing Places for Business. You're in Yelp.com. Okay. The big three used to be Google, Bing, and Yahoo. Yahoo died and left the building. Now it's Google, Bing, and Yelp. Make sure you're there. Make sure you put yourself into map sites. You can submit yourself directly to GPS mapping sites now, which is very helpful for SEO. Mm -hmm. And just make sure that you're in local business directories and that you've expanded your local web presence as much as possible. The more you do that, the better your voice search is going to be. Yes, perfect. And that's free to do, right, Mark? Like all these directories are free to have your business listed on. Like there are advertising options available, say through like Yelp or something. But to just be listed... Why aren't you doing it for your business, right? Yes. Now, a lot of our audience is solopreneurs, people that are just you know, getting started, so to speak, and may not have a brick-and-mortar type of store or an office to go to. What's your suggestion in that case where they don't want to give their home address, say if they're working out of their home, how do they get around that whole uh, Google Map thing? The good news is you can use your home to get the Google verification postcard mailed to your house, but mm -hmm. as soon as you verify the listing, you can remove your address. Okay. So you can, you can create a local service area business now as mm -hmm. long as you can mail to a home or a business location. Uh, we used to use post office boxes, but Google shut that down. You can't do that anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So don't try that at home. It no. won't work. Uh, so so and <laughs> but, that brings up another good point. You can now delineate a service area. You used to be able to make a map radius yeah, yeah. for your service area. That's gone. Now you can put in town names, city names, nice. and zip codes. Okay. It's really helpful. Yeah, so if you're a micro business, you can put in, you know, Newport, Middletown, Portsmouth, Jamestown, and Tiverton if mm -hmm. you want, and that's it. Okay. You know, and I wouldn't put the whole state in there. You're better off just putting Rhode Island as a service area at that you point. You can do that, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Nice. So that's an important feature and a really helpful feature for, for geo-targeting. Getting into the platform a little further, Google My Business now has statistics built right into the Google page. So go to google.com slash business, click on insights and it will tell you the actual keywords people are typing in to find you nice. it's red hot uh, and more importantly they also give you the stats for the searches they give you the map hits remember we we're talking about voice mm -hmm. and the regular google desktop search data so you're going to be able to see uh, all the activity they also give you click to call phone call uh, stats and they give you the photo stats how many people are viewing and looking at your photos that's a ton, so, tons of information. Tons of information. So, uh, but that leads into the final point. The final point is hugely important, is Google Posts. So Google now allows you to post to your Google My Business listing, just like you would do a Facebook post or a LinkedIn post. Oh, so you're saying I can't just set this up and leave it alone forever? <laughs> now, Alicia, what do we always tell people? You can't set it and forget it. <laughs> That's exactly what the woman that ran Google, Grow with Google seminar and Google from mm. Google in Newport said. She said, the first thing she said is, it's yeah. no longer set and forget. forget no. yeah. With the I'm advent sure. of Google posts and being able to add pictures and things, you got to keep your Google My Business uh, profile active, okay. up to date. Mm -hmm. But let's talk about posting because it's red hot. Cool. And when I say red hot, I think it's the most important local SEO opportunity I've ever seen in 15 years in the business. And why? Because first of all, you can put a Google post up on the page. It will show up at the bottom of the Google page mm -hmm. when people see it in search. So it's another opportunity to get their attention with a nice picture and a nice headline and a nice clickable button. So when you put up a Google post, you can put a clickable button right there where they can click into your website and convert them. 
mm-hmm. which is fantastic. It's a red hot conversion opportunity. More importantly, these Google post titles and text content that you put in them is keyword searchable in Google results. Wow. So you can land, uh, not necessarily, the other thing you can get in Google is not just a, a map hit, but you can also get what we call a knowledge panel hit, where your Google page shows up on the right side of the page and it takes up the entire, mm-hmm. I call it a side pane preview. And for different keyword searches, my clients are coming up and their their Google page is occupying the entire right third of the of the, the Google search well, that's page. That's huge. And that's Four. not just by their name, it's by their keyword. Mm-hmm. Yeah. By the keyword search. So people are getting right to your page looking for a product or service keyword. They don't have to know your name. But let's talk one, one other point about this. The, the posts are huge for remarketing to the people that know you. Mm-hmm. So if you're coming back, if you've been to that pizza joint once mm-hmm. and you Google XYZ Pizza Newport mm-hmm. and they come up again at the, on the Google post, if they've got a Wednesday night two-for-one pizza deal, mm-hmm. you, you're going to be able to remarket to all the people that remember you and came back to you. So not only is it initial marketing via the keyword search, a cold brand new keyword search, but also a, a huge remarketing opportunity. I was just going to ask you, like, what is a good example of something you should be posting? So, uh, I think you know if you're if it's products, you definitely want to put up you know a coupon, a discount, or a sale day. Okay, mm-hmm. uh, that's important. Uh, you know, if you're a restaurant, you know, you know, put up uh, put up an appetizing picture of your latest special. You what know? about a professional services business, like an attorney or something yeah, like an that. accountant? People like that. Yeah, I mean, I think it's important to, to, to highlight an actual service. You know, yeah. you could just say, look, you know, I do, you know, you're a divorce attorney. Just, you know, if you just introduce mediation, put up a post that says, I now do mediation. mediation. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a good example right there. And, and the great thing about Google, Google Business, correct me if I'm wrong, when your post expires because they have an expiration date on them, Google sends you a, a, an email saying, here you go, you're ready to do another one. Thank you for that lead-in, because I got one more red hot tip for you. <laughs> good, ready? Right. good at this. Ready? We got a lot so, of red hot tips today. Yeah. Yeah. So we're just going to call this the red hot episode. Yeah. Here's my here's my workaround. Okay, it's very irritating to have the things expire in seven days when you got something that's going to be up there for a sure. month or two. If you have an event that's coming up in in sixty five days, mm-hmm. you can go into Google, Google.com/business, click on posts, mm-hmm. click on new, but make it an event. Oh, okay. So start date is today, July 10. Put the end date as August 23rd. This is, this is cool. And it will sit there on your front page until August 23rd. Is there a limit as to how far out you can make that? Uh, I think it's a couple of years. Really? But, uh, yeah. Wow, that's so, a good ways. Yeah. So it's lazy man's Google posting. <laughs> so, but, but, it's, but it isn't. It's for stuff that is like evergreen even. Like if you want to just put up a post that just says, look, I now do, you're the divorce attorney. Mm-hmm. You can put, by the way, two posts at a time show up on the Google page in the really? right, same pre, right, right side pane preview. So what I do is I kind of put up usually one evergreen that I'll put it up for like a year mm-hmm. and just putting, we, you know, I, I got a, a company that sells medical alerts and they offer 30 days free, mm-hmm. first 30 days free. So the post up there is, you know, first 30 days free, sign up now and that's out there for a year. Is your evergreen one, yeah. Yeah, and then the other one would be, you know, uh, right now the uh, portable GPS uh, you know, bracelet for hikers is on sale for the next 90 days, and we'd have a another one for that. Nice. Uh, so, and I have a, a you know a company in Boston that's a that's a you know a restaurant, a waterfront restaurant, and they they have two posts. One of them is Tuesday trivia nights is up there, 
and that's for the month. And the other one is uh, they've got outdoor fire pits on, on the water. So that's the other one. So. so that one seems like it might be seasonal because as winter comes, you could replace it with like we do catering there. or something. But that is cool. So you said two at a time is like the, the key for that, right? Yep. Okay. Very yep. cool. Uh, finally, it's, it's nice to talk about the SEO formula in general for local, just really quick. Uh, number one, you got to fix your website. You got to make sure your product and service keywords are on the page. Okay. They're in headings. They're also in your meta title, meta description, and alt text on each page. So classic SEO applies. When I look at local websites, seven out of 10 of them hasn't done any SEO. They haven't mm -hmm. filled in the meta titles and meta descriptions or alt text on their site. Mm -hmm. Those factors are just simple and basic, as long with headings. Headings are big, uh, simple, obvious tools uh, and things you can do yourself. Uh, number two is fixing the Google page, making sure you're in Yelp and you know Bing places. Um, a lot of people get a Microsoft computer shipped to their home. They turn on Internet Explorer and they're searching in Bing the rest of their lives. So if you, get, <laughs> if you put yourself in Bing places for business, you're picking up probably another 10 to 20% of the people of the world. Yeah, I was going to ask you, what's the market share on Bing versus Google? It's pretty small. It's, it, it's probably 10% or, or under. But, but again, Still something, if right? it's a Bing computer... Uh, yeah, yeah. A, a Microsoft computer with Bing on it. You got to be there. Yeah, I'm thinking of my mother who never got past Internet Explorer. Right. So. That makes sense. I mean, because you're 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 still catching a segment of the market that you wouldn't catch normally. Sure. The reason you do Bing is very simple. You can now log into Bing Places for Business using your Google Gmail, and when you do, it'll import your entire Google page in about <laughs> 30 seconds. So go to Bing Places for Business, log in with your Gmail, and it will it'll extract and export everything for you in a matter of minutes. So not, not only is it easy, it's quick. And it'll be seamless app. once Google just buys Microsoft. There you go. Yep. There you go. Well, <laughs> we'll, we'll put all this stuff in the show notes, though. So oh, yeah. Can, this yeah. is really good stuff. I mean, a lot of tactical tips that oh, yeah. people can literally and just get done. Would you, you know, we're going to put a link to the guide in there where they can find the Google My Business page and start filling it out, which is great step-by-step. Step. But let's say... You know, this is your first priority. You want to get that page up. You want to get it filled out. We're talking about time commitment, just to get it initially filled out and get it optimized the way it should be. Filling in the text will take you about five, five to ten minutes. Uploading the pictures will take you 20, 20 to thirty. So it might take you an hour to do it right. Uh, one final tip: when you log into the control panel, they now have a website button. So if you don't have a website, you can click on the word website and create a website on Google's business sites. Hmm. So you can even get a free website out of the deal. Have you nice. used Google's uh, Site Builder? Yes. And how do you find it? Um, it's very rudimentary. All it does is copy the Google page, but it does give you a couple of fields to fill in more, uh, more paragraphs and information. So you can actually put up, uh, you know, uh, it's, it's great. you can end up with a nice one-page website with a bunch of content. Does it automatically assign you a domain? Uh, yeah, it just, it just populates automatically. Whoa. Okay. Yep. So it's... It's a starter. It's, yep. it's a, if you have nothing, it's a good place to start. Yep. So within an afternoon, you could get yourself uh, optimized, you know, the Google My Business page optimized, get a rudimentary website and be up and running and have people find you doing that local search. Yep. Probably 90 minutes tops. That's awesome. Yep. That's awesome. There is no excuse not to do this, people. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's been great having you on the podcast. Like Alicia said, a lot of really good tactical stuff. Uh, and not very hard to do either, but really, really critical, I think, to uh, having people find you on that local search. 
Speaking of finding you, if people want to find you, Mark, how do they find you? Just go to onweblocal.com. Okay. That's it. That's it, huh? Yeah. All right. And on the homepage, I've got uh, basically six steps to SEO for local. You know, step one, fix the site. Step two, do the Google page uh, and do some YouTube. Step three is directories. Step four is vertical directories. Step five is high authority domain directories like Flipboard and Medium.com and big websites. Okay. And number six is a good old internet press release. They actually still work for local. Nice. So, oh, good to know. Well, thanks again for joining us. Yep. Awesome. Thanks so much. And, um, you know, we'll make sure that all the stuff that we covered today get put in our show notes. It's easy for people to get to. And I think that wraps us up for today. That does. And until next time, we'll see you. Bye. Thank you for joining us today. And as always, you can find the back episodes of our podcast on Apple Podcasts. And you can also find us on our YouTube channel. Both of them are the Marketing Essentials team. You can find us on the web at marketingessentialsteam.com. And if you subscribe through our website, you'll receive a weekly email and letting you know when each episode has been published. Also, you'll receive a link to subscriber-only content. You can also find us on Facebook and our private Facebook group. Just search Little Roadie Marketing Support Group. It's a great place for other marketing professionals and business owners where we can share marketing advice, challenges, and general trends. Hope to see you there.